Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And you're listening to the HMO Podcast. Over 10 years ago, I set myself the challenge of building my own property portfolio. And what began as a short-term investment plan soon became a long-term commitment to change the way young people live together. I've now built several successful businesses, I've raised millions of pounds of investment, and I've managed thousands of tenants. Join me and some very special guests to discover the tips, tricks, and hacks, the ups and the downs, the best practice, and everything else you need to know to start, scale, and systemize your very own HMO portfolio. Now. Well, it was all going so well until now. Aside from Hillside and the little stumble we've just had in conveyancing, the Article 4 issue, you know, I talked about it on last Friday's episode of the podcast, things have generally been going incredibly well. I almost feel like we're floating with our feet off the ground a little bit. We've smashed our targets for the student lets this year. We have maintained full occupancy in the professional portfolio better than we've ever done at this time of the year. We have been more profitable. We've had more signups to the roadmap this month than we've had since launch. Favisham, my commercial to residential project, that's all going really well. Things just feel like they were working. Everything has been clicking. Everyone's happy. And... That's enjoyable as a business owner. That's what I love. It's exciting. That's what I thrive on. And then this week happened. And very quickly, I was reminded about the realities of being a HMO landlord, a business owner. I was reminded of actually how quickly the winds can change. Now, I don't want to blow this completely out of context. It's isolated to one property. But today, I want to talk to you about why, for the first time, I've had to rehouse some of my tenants. It's down to a leaking roof. Sounds menial, I know. We deal with leaking roofs so often, but this one's a bit different, more significant, and it's spiralled out of control and it's happened very, very quickly. And two giant storms back to back has just made it an absolute nightmare for us to repair it, to actually solve it before it got to this stage. Ultimately, it's happened, and this week we've been having to quite literally mop up the mess that this has left. So, Don't go anywhere and please enjoy at my expense today's episode of the HMO podcast. Hey guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO roadmap really is your one-stop shop. Inside the roadmap, you'll find a full 60 lesson course delivered by me, teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets, and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from. And we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side, and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. Welcome back to the podcast. So let me give you a bit of a background on this. This is one of my HMOs. It's over in Manchester. It's a superb five bed. It's not one of the best in the portfolio, but it's a really good, well-performing HMO and it's a superbly located house. 
We've got some great tenants in there. They're a group of girls and actually they're generally pretty good tenants as most of our tenants are. Now over the years, we've done bits of maintenance on this property as we do at a lot of our properties and one or two bits have been to do with the roof. It hasn't by any means got a roof that's in a great condition or new condition, but there's never really been a suggestion that the whole roof needs replacing. Anyway, recently we got a report from a tenant in one of the bedrooms to say that the ceiling in her room was starting to stain and that some drops of water had been finding their way through. Now she'd been catching them and she was good enough to let us know. We went over and inspected it and we could see, yeah, you know what? There is a bit of something coming through there. It looks very minor, but obviously we need to have a look at the roof. We were getting a lot of rain at the time, so it made sense that it was coming from the roof. And we sent someone up onto the roof to inspect it. And we got a bit of a woolly report back. Now, in the end, we decided to go ahead with some works and it wasn't totally clear whether that was going to fix it. But actually it did do the job and whether it was temporary or whether actually it did the job and then we've ended up with a different issue elsewhere, we're still not sure. But ultimately the leak returned internally in the same place that leak returned. Now, often with roofs, a roof will leak, but once that water finds its way into that roof space, it'll find the easiest course. And often it will come through the ceiling in the same place, even if actually the source of the leak is at a different part of the roof. So we weren't too sure exactly where on the roof this was coming from. So we sent the guys back up to inspect and we got a more thorough inspection. And we actually sent a few people up to give us a few different ideas and a few different quotes because we were quite happy to spend some money, whatever was needed, in fact, to get this roof sorted. We didn't just want to patch over something. We wanted to make sure that it, it didn't happen again at all. So we sent some guys up. It was difficult to get them there because they're very busy, particularly at this time of the year. But they did get up there. We got a few opinions and then we, I suppose, analysed those opinions and we decided on a best course of action. Now, really, that, that course of action was let's basically get it all done. It was definitely going to cost quite a bit of money. And so we went ahead and we booked it in with the guys. But as soon as we did that, the weather changed. And for almost two weeks now, we've had continuous rain back to back with lots of high winds. And also we had a lot of snow up here in the north and the northwest. And that snow settled and made it completely impossible for anybody to get onto the roof. And in fact, as I record this now, we still haven't managed to get the guys up there to do this repair. It has been too dangerous, too wet, too windy, too snowy, too icy. And we need to do some repointing around the chimney stack. It's not just a case of replacing a few tiles. There's a variety of work that needs to be done. And of course, it needs to be done safely. And this is actually quite a steeply pitched roof. So actually, as far as the risk goes, it's pretty high. We need to make sure that the guys are safe up on that roof. So rightly so, they've said, look, we can't go on it until we get a weather window. And unfortunately, we haven't had that weather window yet. And guess what happened? The league started to get worse and then it picked up pace as these things often do. And eventually the tenant in this bedroom decided that they didn't want to be in that room anymore. They felt like it was unsafe. They felt like it was damp. And understandably, they didn't want to be in that room. And we sympathised with them and said, you know what, look, that's absolutely fine. What do you want to do? And they decided they wanted to go back home to their parents' house with the support, the help of mum and dad to take some bits and pieces back. They did that. Now, this is always a contentious issue because, of course, our tenants pay a lot to live in our houses. And of course, things like roofs and other bits of maintenance do happen and we do need to tend to them. But sometimes 
things aren't quite the way that they should be. Now, of course, we do expect and in fact need our tenants to understand that when these sorts of things happen, that while we have obligations to get them sorted and rectified as soon as possible, we're not magicians. We can't do things at the click of a finger sometimes. We've done everything we possibly can to get guys up on this roof, to inspect it, to get the right information, to make a plan of action. But Mother Nature has had her own ideas and it's just stopped us getting on that roof to make this repair. The leak has got worse. That's frustrated the tenant more and more. Mum and dad have got involved. They're upset with us. And you can see where this is going. So ultimately, the plan of action that we agreed upon was that you move it out. We're going to continue to try and do this. We do need the weather window. Please understand this. Yes, we understand that, Andy. Okay, fine. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt and please keep us informed. And then it's continued to get worse. And we still haven't been able to get on anybody on this roof. And all the while, I'm consciously thinking and worrying about the fact that this is getting a little bit worse and how bad is this going to get? Are we going to get this weather window? When are we going to get this weather window? And then on Wednesday morning, I got a call very early in the morning. It was from one of the tenants in the house, one of the other tenants, and the fire alarms were going off. And there was water coming through the corridor and her bedroom, a different bedroom. Water had found its way through different places. Now it's getting into the alarm system. It's bleeding through the alarms and setting the alarms off. So things very quickly took a turn for the worst. We'd had a night of heavy, heavy, heavy rain. And of course, it's found its way into the property. The leak has got worse. So I made the executive decision on Wednesday morning that the house was no longer safe. We now had compromised electrics and non-functional fire alarms. And of course, a real risk that this was going to continue getting worse. How bad is it going to get? How bad was it going to get? I honestly didn't know the answer. And of course, I couldn't and still can't get anybody onto that roof because the weather is so bad. So I made the executive decision to move the tenants out of the house. I don't think I had any other option. I've never had to do this before, but I really felt like on this occasion, it was the only possible scenario. Now, of course, that is logistically challenging. It's far from ideal for anybody, not least our tenants. It's very disruptive. They've got university, they've got personal possessions and belongings. So a lot of time this week has been spent trying to arrange alternative accommodation. And FYI, trying to find alternative accommodation at short notice for a number of people is incredibly difficult, particularly if you think you're going to need it for several weeks, which in this case, I think we're going to need it for. We've got to get this roof fixed, then we've got to dry it out, then we're going to need to get in, probably do some patch repair. We're definitely going to need to do some redecorating and hopefully we're not putting any ceilings back up. Hopefully nothing comes through, but that is a real possibility at the minute. And I feel like we're just sitting ducks, just waiting to see how bad this can be. Now, of course, we've put some sensible measures in place. We're trying to catch water where it is coming in. But we are limited. So that's what we've been doing. I spent Wednesday with one of my team members basically trying to rehouse our students in this property. And it has been incredibly stressful, incredibly time consuming, and of course, incredibly expensive. So there we have it, guys. I pledged to share the good and the bad with you. And this has definitely been one of those bad weeks. Being a property owner isn't all roses. This stuff does happen. And it's not a case of if, actually, it's a case of when. If you own enough property, if you own property for long enough, roofs are going to leak. Now, hopefully it doesn't spiral to quite the same extent that this one has for us. I think we've been particularly unfortunate with the timing, but 
You need to be prepared. This stuff does happen. Shit happens as a landlord, you know. This is part and parcel of being a HMO property owner as a HMO landlord. And I guess if you haven't got the stomach for it, then it's probably not the right game for you. But if you take a logical approach and if you're honest with people, including your tenants, then people will generally understand. And that is always my approach. I've been very honest with everybody about what we're trying to do and the struggles that we're having. And I've not set at any point expectations that have been unmanageable. I've always said, this is what we're doing, but until we get this weather window, we can't do it. So please bear with us. We know this is frustrating. Keep us updated if anything changes, if it gets worse. And if you need or want to go somewhere else, then we're here to help. And that's exactly what we've had to do on this occasion. It's far from ideal, but that's what you've got to do. Well, that is it for today's episode of the podcast, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really wish I could end it on a more positive note, but hopefully this time next week, I can give you a more positive update. And maybe you could just say a little prayer for me and our HMO, because really all we want is just to get this fixed as soon as possible, because then of course, everybody is happy. But thank you for listening to me moan and rant today. And hopefully there's one or two things that you can take from today's episode that would and could help you if this happened to you. Don't forget that I'm on handover in the HMO community. It's our free group. So if you've got questions and if you're having any issues, then come on over. If you haven't already joined, come and check it out. It's a great place to network, to meet people, to learn. We want your experience. So come on over and join us. It's the HMO community on Facebook. And don't forget, if you want the details, the cheat sheets, the swipe files, the downloadable resources, the videos, the case studies, the expert workshops, the deal stacker, It's all there waiting for you inside the HMO roadmap. It really is the one-stop shop, guys. So that is the place to go if you're looking to start, scale, or systemize your HMO portfolio this year or indeed next year. Wow, can't believe we're edging closer and closer to the end of 2021. That's it. Join me right back here next time in hopefully a much better and more positive mood for the next installment of the HMO podcast. (laughs) 